back from the All-Star break with some new additions to the team. And holy shit, we can actually win close games for once. This is game six with uh, one of your co-hosts, Anthony. And I'm joined, as always, with Gage. Uh, you should call me Never Lost Faith Gage Jones because there is never a point in time where I thought this team was anything but title contenders. <laughs> and you can go check the receipts on the podcast. I'm super positive over the last couple episodes. Yes, sir. Sure. Yes, sir. You are always throwing down those trade rumors. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh... Oh, congratulations to Fred and for, uh, and his wife to welcoming Layla Faye Van Vliet into the world. Very nice. Yeah, hopefully it's the same kind of, he turns up the same way that he did in the playoffs yeah. when he had a kid, you know? <laughs> We're hoping for that, Fred. We're hoping for new baby Fred over the next few games. It's also nice because, uh, I was worried because he was missing so many games for personal reasons. I was like, oh no, what's going on? But yeah. it's a nice personal reason. Yeah, he was kind of buns in his first game back. Like, yeah. Not to not to jump ahead <laughs> too quickly, me. but uh, yeah, he he sucked. He well, he I feel like whenever he sucks scoring this year, he's been like playmaking. So right. at least that's nice. But yeah, yeah, it was actually a super fun game against the Bulls. Yeah, we uh, we played really really well. It was just full team. Like we looked good as like a whole unit. Yep. Nobody was really that like super impressive on. Felt their like own. we were leading from start to finish. Uh, the only bad part was Precious. He seemed like lost. Like yeah. every time he grabbed the ball, it like he didn't really know what to do, and like he would just start dribbling and then like turn the ball over or like get nothing and like throw it out to like Pascal or Gary or uh, Fred try and bail out the play. But, yeah, um, but yeah, otherwise it was sick. Um, Scotty was uh, a monster in that fourth quarter with those. Uh, I think was it four or five blocks or something. I know, and he's like grabbing boards throughout the game. He seemed to mm-hmm. be really into it. He also had that one play. I don't know if you saw it. The, like late clock, two seconds left, where he did some crazy step back three. And oh, like, in the I've corner. Never seen him hit a shot like that in my <laughs> life, bro. It's like straight up not in his bag. I honestly <laughs> like. I I feel like I've seen that before. It almost feels like he's like equal shooting uh if he's wide open or if he's got like a dude like draped on yeah he's 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 an enigma for sure (laughs) yeah Uh, that game was cool yeah especially the boards thing it felt like as soon as drummond got out of the game like we were getting every single offensive board like we were not shooting well at all that game but like we just kept getting the offensive board well it also showed kind of like the problem that chicago just has with their center position Mm. And it seems like Vucevic just isn't strong enough on the boards. And, like, he's honestly on the offense, he'll never grab boards because he's always going for the shots. Exactly. But then Drummond, like, doesn't add anything to you offensively, <laughs> yeah. but he grabs so many boards. So, I mean, the, one of the, my big takeaways of that game is uh, I think that we are genuinely just a better team <laughs> than <laughs> Chicago. Like, well, they're also, yeah, they're kind of in a mess right now. Bulls fans are, like, hating on Levine. Uh, mm-hmm. there was this survey that came out with the Reddit where they were asking a bunch of questions and w- wasn't Levine their most frustrating player? Yeah. Yeah. And he was like third most voted for best, <laughs> best player. player. Yeah. People were voting Vucci, for Vucevic. Yeah, Vucci main. <laughs> Which is tough, man. I, I, I hope Bulls fans can figure it out eventually. Hopefully not this year. Cause, uh, we want to keep our playing spot, but hopefully they can figure it out eventually. They're in such a brutal, well, they, Pat Bev actually seemed really good for them. Um, but uh, they're in a brutal spot because their pick is um, only top four protected. And, like, there's just no way that they're going to get the fourth overall picks. They're probably they're definitely losing their pick this year. And if they don't make the playoffs, then um, 
That is brutal. Oh, actually, what are they? They're 11th in the East. What are they in the full NBA? 452. One, two. They're, I mean, they've got the seventh best odds at the first overall Oh, okay. Pass. So they, so they, they, they could, can do They it. could easily it's jump feasible. up at this point. And if I were them, like... Bye bye, bye bye, Levine. Bye bye, DeRozan. Like yeah. we're playing some. We're, a lot of them we're are... starting like Javante Green and, and Io Desumu, <laughs> like our our main Io guys. Actually, seem pretty good. Yeah, I I don't fully I haven't fully bought into Io yet. I like his defense, but mm-hmm. uh, we we will see. I feel like he'll be all right, but play him a lot now, so he'll become good. You know. Yeah, true. And Patrick Williams has been way better. I feel like Patrick Williams. I was I was like ready to write him off after like last year, and uh, recently he's actually been pr- playing pretty well, at least from the bits I've seen. I have seen. Don't watch that many Bulls games. And I, I, I always like Caruso. Caruso's always a treat to watch as well. He Caruso, was... it's so weird. He like, he he didn't. He seems like he's scared to shoot threes. And I was like, is he like really bad from three? And I googled it. And he's like a thirty-seven percent three-point shooter, but he um, only takes like two a game. Yeah, he just doesn't take shots in general. Right. Like he's just like a defensive specialist at this yeah, point. Yeah, it's just so weird. Sad. A little sad. Also, he doesn't seem to cut like he used to. Like, yeah, like when he was on the Lakers. Lakers. I mean, obviously, you're playing with LeBron, so yeah. like, you get rewarded the most on that team for good cuts because LeBron will always see you cutting. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, maybe when Lonzo comes back, it'll happen. If yeah, Lonzo in comes back, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for that. <laughs> the Ball family is in like it's, it's a in very shambles. sad, yeah, sad states right now. I hope Leangelo is healthy. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll we'll see. That that injury just was like so weird too. Where like the Lamelo one. Yeah, it was. Yeah, very. Uh, it, it, like it, it, it didn't seem like it was. Yeah, exactly. It, it seemed like he was fine. Very strange. But for back to the Raptors, I think the biggest thing since our last podcast. Jakob Pertl. Oh yes, has been a revelation. Just having like an actual <laughs> seven foot center to just like. Set good screens yes. and to operate like a normal pick and roll, not like a precious know, Achua we... pick and roll. Where like I feel like sometimes he wants to pick and pop, and it's like yeah. precious. Like no, <laughs> um, yeah, a hundred percent. Precious has been or not precious. Pirtle has been unreal, sick for us. I also um I didn't realize like uh, before we traded for him like how mobile he is, but he can like really move for a center. Yeah, um, and it, it's not like he's weak either. And it doesn't feel like he hurts our spacing that much either. Mm-hmm. It's not like I've been like, oh, our spacing sucks since we brought him in, right? Because like realistically, Precious hasn't been that good from three this year. Yeah. Like we play a lot of Scotty, who can't really shoot like that consistently, yep. and has games where he hurts our spacing. So it's like I, I feel like it hasn't been a noticeable decline for our team, and uh, I think it helps for just getting him used to the team and the fact that he's been able to work his way back in so quick is that Nick Nurse was an assistant coach last time he was with the team. Okay. And so, like, obviously there's got to be some sort of working right. relationship there. Obviously, he used to run a lot of minutes with Fred and Pascal. So yeah, like pa- and Pascal like, and him are, like, really tight, right? Like, yeah, they're very really good friends. friends. So I think it helps the vibes on the team, which is huge. Vibes are always nice, you know? Mm-hmm, Especially mm-hmm. when we're – it's a pretty tight east near the bottom for us right now. Um, vibes are important for our team too, especially especially Pascal and Scotty. It feels like those two guys, like when our team's rolling, like they play so good, they play like so happy, and uh, I feel like OG's like the opposite. OG and Trent are kind of like pretty steady, but they don't really care. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, like obviously Pascal's like our leader, so it's nice, uh, nice when he's happy. Facts, yeah. Also, um, um, one big thing about the team recently uh, that I've been thinking is. Like, it must suck to be 
Malachi Flynn and Delano Banton right now right. because those guys are not getting minutes. Oh, like Jeff Dowden has been our first guard off the bench. About <laughs> right. and I was like, oh, maybe I'll just be one game. It's been like maybe three, four games in a row now. Uh, let me let me figure out how many because like him and Joe Weiskamp like seem to be our first two guards off the bench, and it's like, oh, that is not good. Yeah, if, if versus completely lost faith in Banton. And Malachi. And Malachi. But, yep. I mean, obviously, we've all lost faith in Malachi at this point. <laughs> I would never lose faith, personally. But, like, when he's bad, I'll say that I've lost faith in him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, Jeff Dowden over his last few games is playing 10, 19, 20, 18. Like, legit yeah. first guard off the bench minutes for Jeff Dowden. While Malachi Flynn is, like, gets some minutes some games, gets no minutes the next game. It's very off and on. It seems like like he's been decent recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been shooting the three ball well again, which is nice. Um... But yeah, I think it's bad for those guys that Jeff Downs getting so many minutes. Because right. I don't see Jeff Downs. Well, and now that we've Will Barton too, you gotta imagine he's gonna be like uh, or backup too. Yeah, and that he's gonna yeah exactly backup too. Obviously, like he got almost no minutes in uh, in the Chicago game, but um, I feel like the more they incorporate him into the lineup, the better he is. Has he been bad this year? Last year he was pretty good. Yeah, he's been bad this year, but like he's coming off of like six, seven years in a row where he was like shooting thirty-seven percent right. from three on Denver, putting up yeah, he's double-digit like a, points. Yeah. Like he, uh, I feel like he could he could end up being a really important piece for us, and I think that it, he, uh, I, I trust. Did him he get in the bought playoffs. out? What, what, what was the deal? How did he, we get him? He he got bought out. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. he got bought out by Washington. I don't think they trade him. It's not even like it was a trade in that buyout. I think they just flat bought him out from the team. Interesting. Okay, which is nice. I feel like. Uh, Washington got him from Denver? Yeah, in the KCP trade. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, that's that's another nice pickup. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's just our team, like, it, we'll see what the playoff lineup is looking like. Because, like, you, w- once you get outside of, like, you got, I think uh, what we want to run is probably Scotty, Fred, OG, Pascal, and Pirtle as our starting lineup. Right. And then Trent, obviously, is our first guard off the bench. Correct. And then Boucher and Achua as our bigs off the bench. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can run eight people, but it would be nice to have a ninth dude, especially for injuries, which Will Barton will probably be. Yes. You would think, uh, as long as we don't play any Wancho, Hernan Gomez minutes in the playoffs, I'll be happy. <laughs> yeah, you were just looking at the minutes. He's averaging less points than Joe Weiskamp, and he's... Uh... He's playing, like, 15 minutes a game. He plays more <laughs> minutes than Christian Coloco does this year. Like, that is crazy. Chris Coco, they sent him to the G League, right? Yeah, I think he's... But, but like, surprisingly, I'm looking at it right now. Both him and Wancho Hernan Gomez, like, have both played, like, over 40 games for us this year, which yeah. is wild. Also, <laughs> Ken Burch, before game trade, played 20 games. I felt like I watched him play, like, twice. Yeah, it felt like uh, we were really lacking. And now it feels like we actually have a complete roster. And uh, it's actually really fun to watch, uh, at least for me. Yeah, it is fun to watch. The thing is, is... It would have been nice if Otto Porter had worked out better for right. our team this year, and I feel like that oh, kind of hurt us from a roster. From a roster perspective, yeah, because we kind of just need that kind of small forward, power forward shooting who can still like yeah. work with our defensive scheme. Because we're kind of a team where like you you have to be good on defense because mm-hmm. it's like it, it's a pretty taxing defensive scheme. Yeah, it's a lot of switching. A you're, lot you're, of switching. We like double and then switched or double and then recover. Uh, yeah, a lot of switching. It seems like we either run that, or we run like these like really weird zone and one or yeah. triangle and two kind of offenses. Yeah, or our defenses, I should say. Right. Um, yeah. It, it seems like for years our main defensive philosophy is just guard the star, and if the yes. shooters kill us, the shooters kill us. Yep. 
which is why Jay Crowder famously just slices us up every time <laughs> we play him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, when it works, it's actually sick. We we can like force shot clock violations and terrible shots and block all three this. pointers. Yeah. Um, obviously, the bad thing is uh, we end up. I feel like giving out a lot of offensive boards, which is nice that we have Pirtle. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, obviously, we don't want to switch them too much. Um, but yeah, I'm. It's been very exciting. I mean, obviously, we've been winning, so that's always great. Yeah, we've won eight of our last ten, and like just like in general, like you look like you look at the standings, and we're only like half a game off of Atlanta. And mm, well, I do think dang. Atlanta. Um, like I think that. Like they're they have a better roster than their record shows. I just like, I mean, they just brought in a new coach, so I feel like it's a Quinn real Snyder, right? Yeah, who I think who I think is a really good coach, but like we'll see. I think he's good for them. He seems like um, he's very like not emotional, very just logic and like very detail oriented. Um, at least for my, he reminds me of Brad Stevens a little bit. Yeah. Um, and uh, not just because they're quiet white dudes, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think it'll be good. They actually, he, he has a big contract, right? Didn't Atlanta like give him like a multi-year deal? Yeah, I think it was a big, like, I think it was a lot of money for a coach at least. Mm. Like, I think that they're really bought in on him. And you know what? Like, as far as his defensive philosophy goes, I think like Clint Capella can do a semi-decent Rudy mm-hmm. Gobert impression. Right. Um and then obviously they have a few more defensive wings. Like DeAndre Hunter, when he plays, uh, <laughs> is a very good like stopper for whatever forward the other team's going to throw at you. Yeah, and DeJounte Murray, Murray, he's the... Uh, Quinn Snyder's never had that good of a perimeter uh, defender, right? Mm, yeah, no. No shot. Like Conley was pretty good, but I don't think Conley was on that level. Right. Um, so yeah. yeah. We'll see with them. Uh, like it could just not work out at all, which would be good for us. Um, yeah. I mean... It, it, like, the fact that we're close to them, and they are the ones who uh, just threw away a bunch of their uh, future picks, um, and we still have all of ours, is, means we're probably in a better spot than they are, at least. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and, like, the teams, like, Washington could maybe catch up with us, but, like, the teams just said side in the east. Like, I don't think Orlando, Indiana, and Chicago, uh, from what I've seen, I don't think yeah. any of those teams are going to catch up with us. Uh, for a while, I was kind of on the Orlando might make, like, a <laughs> sneaky, like, 10 Right, no, they're, that. like... A year or two away. Uh, really I good. love their young pieces. Yeah, I think they're going to they be really, really. I think they might even be like next year. They'll be a playing team level mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like I, I love depending on how they draft as well. I mean, like if that team got like Wembenyama, it's it's over. It's over for the league. I, I, uh, I'm pretty sure Paulo is leading them in points, rebounds, and assists. That makes sense. Which is like, and like they're a pretty decent team. So like. Uh, yeah, he's so good. He's so good. If he only had like a good three point shot, that'd be so nice. Yes, he's awful. He I think is so uh, ridiculously bad you, at shooting. Were you the one that was telling me the stat of like he's missed uh, in his last thirty? I think he's only hit one three. Yeah, it is <laughs> freaking brutal. The guy shoots twenty seven percent from three, which is like. Mm. <laughs> Actually, I think I'm wrong about the uh, the stats because look, there's no way their highest assist is three point six. No, it's probably uh, Cole Anthony or somebody. Or uh, faults. Oh yeah, faults. That makes way more sense. Um, I mean, he's third. third. Yeah, leading them in points. Uh, sec. He's yeah. He's first in points, second in rebounds, third in assists. I'm yeah. gonna take that. That's sick. Yeah, I, I mean, you gotta be pretty happy with him at the first pick, given the fact that Chet Holmgren has mm-hmm. played 
Uh, zero games this year. I mean, we'll see with Plus, that in the future. Uh, and uh, Jabari Smith sucks. And Jabari if Chicago Smith. doesn't jump up, they're going to get another like f- fifth through whatever tenth lottery uh, pick. Yeah, it would almost it's almost like um, combining assets to trade time for them. Mm. Where like to try and like like if a relatively young star is trying to get out of his team, I feel right. like they have the pieces and the assets to make some intriguing plays on it. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see. I feel like that would be like a trade deadline next year if they're in like a playing yeah. spot kind of deal. I won't really want to do too much to rock the boat this offseason. No. Um, well, because also they're just incentivized to be as bad as they can. They're not uh, They're not making the playoffs. They could. I mean, they're only three and a half games out, but we'll from see. the play in. From the play. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's possible, but you're not going to want to do that. Yeah, but with Orlando, I wouldn't sit any of the players. Like, in the way just because you want to get like, them like, as much practice, yeah, yeah. it'd be also nice for them to have a play-in game, like a high stakes. Yeah, type cause, of especially because you know you're gonna lose, right. so it's not even like you're gonna <laughs> like mess up your pick odds that much. Like, and honestly, like I do like the idea of uh, getting your young guys some really good practice, uh, even if you're gonna lose in the first round. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. But yeah, as far as the rest of the East goes. New York has been rolling. Yeah, Bucks have been so super good. rolling. They haven't lost a game in over a month. Yeah, they're on a 15-game streak. The Knicks are on a six-game streak. It's it's wild. Like it, New York, I'm very happy for them. I'm very happy for, for that team, that fan base. Mm-hmm. I remember they like a lot of people were like, man, they won the Brunson sweepstakes. Like, big deal. Great. <laughs> like, Brunson has been so good. He's this not year. even the best Jason B in the <laughs> league. <laughs> he's not the best Jalen B in the, in the league. Sorry, no. Jalen B. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, he's close. I, he's been so I know. He's been. He, the, he's the. Um, probably the. No, he is the best player to switch teams in the offseason, I'd say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um,. The one thing I would say, oh no, Donovan Mitchell is. Uh, the one thing Ooh, I will say about call. that team is that bit of a disappointing year from RJ Barrett. Yeah, yeah. But I, I feel like he hasn't been as good. I feel like every year it's like he's like OG, where every year it's like he's gonna make that step and be like a star this next mm-hmm. year, and then his his ISO game is just never good enough. I like, know, it's like, and it's so sad because he's a uh, Canadian. But like, I remember, I think it was uh, either last year or the year before, he was like. Literally the least efficient, um, like out of the people who qualify, like rim finisher in the league, and one of the best, like one of the worst three point shooters in the league. And it's like that's what the game is about right now. Yeah. Like, and he's not even that good of a defender. He's like he's a pretty yeah. Good defender. He's a good defender, but he's not like a Matisse Thibel where yeah. you can like almost make up for the offensive inefficiencies. Mm-hmm. By and it almost feels like he should be a really good defender. He's like very athletic and uh, like mm-hmm. pretty long. Um, and you would think that Brunson would make his job easier this year by mm-hmm. taking some of the uh, eyes off of him on yep. offense. Like he's the obvious third. And Randall's back to his uh, All Star self. Yeah, and I don't like, think he's making All NBA, but definitely Quentin Grimes has been good this year. Obi yeah. Top, Toppin's made a big step up this year. Like basically, as I said, like the, that's the one thing is that Barrett is like the one kind yes. of bad part about that team. Um, yeah, I don't know. For the playing game in general, I'm kind of hoping that Miami overtakes Brooklyn so we don't have to possibly deal with the Miami playing game. Oh, God, yeah. Because, um, like, let's say Atlanta, like, if the plan were to start right now and Atlanta beat Miami and then we had to play Miami the in a do-or-die game, 
Like, I feel like no we, shot. we get smoked by Miami, and I would hate Kyle Lowry because of that game, so I don't, wanna, <laughs> I don't even want to think about that They universe. don't even play him anymore. I know. Well, he's, he's still hurt, huh? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, he's okay. still hurt. Damn. Poor guy. Yeah, that really sucks. We kind of won that trade, and I don't, I don't want to say that because Kyle's the, the groat. Yeah. Yeah, we kind of did. At the same time, like... Uh, our, our asset handling of that trade was a little rough, seeing as, like, we... With the Drogic? Yeah, with the Drogic trade. Like, the Drogic for Thad Young trade, I think, is not great. Right. In hindsight, with how bad Thad Young has been this year. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, like, he might get some minutes. Yeah, but I don't know if he's even worth a nine-pick drop in right. the draft. Which, yeah, at the time, I was like, oh, it's only nine picks. But now it's like, is Thad Young even worth that? Like, yeah. Like, he seems like the kind of guy that, like... If we had tried to trade him at the deadline, I don't think there would have been any buyers. We would have had to have just bought him out. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, I can't imagine he's having that much better of a season than Will Barton was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. But the thing is, is if we play in the plan, we're playing Milwaukee or we're playing Boston, we are getting swept or losing in five in the first round. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we take either of those teams to sex. Uh, but I think we could take either of them. If we could win a game in one of those series, you know, that'd, like, be, that'd, be, that'd be sick. And it's very doable. Especially against Boston. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Honestly, either of those teams. Mm-hmm. Like, if we were to play Milwaukee and Pascal outplayed Giannis in a game, I like that That would make me the happiest man alive. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, I wonder if that happens, we should peek at the tickets, even though I know they'll probably be crazy. Yeah. But, yeah, very, very promising. Out of all the East teams, we're, uh, other than obviously Milwaukee, who hasn't lost uh, in like their last 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just us in New York, who's eight of their last ten. Yeah. Oh Very yeah. Good trend. Yeah, you love to see that. Battle of New York is tonight too. New York versus Brooklyn, and that's two teams going kind of in opposite directions right now. Right. I'm a little bit sad with Brooklyn. I thought they were going to be good after the trades, and they've kind of been like stumbling a bit. But mm. obviously, like they've had to work so many. Basically, their whole roster. Yes. Man. Like everyone has to get used to everyone. But yeah, we we talked about it a little bit last time too, and it's also it's just so tough for them. The whole Ben Simmons. I know, man. He's like an anchor on their team. Because I feel like you have to play him mm-hmm. just because of the money on him. Because if he was making like a minimum, like I bet you they would have just cut him. By yeah, now. I agree. Literally. Um, um, well, maybe not because of his history. But um, yeah. They, like you probably wouldn't cut him. But yeah, he'd be getting like no minutes. But yeah, they basically turn like Jared Allen to nothing. But like, and you have the James Harden rental, obviously. But Yeah. But honestly, they have a relatively bright future for how much they gave up for to bring in Harden and yep. all that. Um, and I, I still like watching them play a lot. They're really fun defensively. Mikael Bridges, like, is, is is really, really, really good. He's such a cool guy too. Oh uh, yeah, did he was on uh, the JJ pod? And he's still like rooting for uh, the Suns and stuff. Um, he still really likes that, and uh, yeah, he's just such a cool guy. Oh, did you hear the news about John Morant? The, yeah. that I put in the group chat today man so John Morant um uh, allegedly last summer uh like what beat punched up, like punched a 17 year old 17 year old and then like pointed a gun at him yeah I like the more I hear about John Morant outside of basketball like the more I'm like yeah oh, he might just be like I, a I think person. he's uh yeah I don't know about him but uh like he's to me he still feels genuine I think he's just got really bad friends like because, like, uh, the whole Pacers thing, I don't think that was him, like, pointing the laser. Yeah. Or whatever at the Pacers staff, uh, at their car. But, uh, yeah, I think he needs to uh, look at his circle um, and uh, make some changes. It's also crazy uh, that, like, 
literally Memphis was like the most beloved team like last year. And then and now they're like the most them. hated team probably. And like, but yeah, they have lots of hateable players. Other than Steven Adams, who might be the most likable player right. in the league, who's I on that team. But they have, I think they have Bain's a, pretty likable. Yeah, I think Dylan Brooks is maybe one of the most hateable. Right. He's Grayson Allen level of like just dirty yeah. player. Agreed. I think John Morant is one of the more dislikable superstar players. Agreed. Just the amount that he like celebrates everything. Jaron Jackson's just, pretty chill. Yeah, Jackson and Bain, I feel like, are, you know, some bright spots yeah. on that team. Um, but yeah, it's Memphis. When is Adams coming back? Do you know? I don't know. But, like, yeah, I feel like they've been, like, kind of not great yeah, since was, he's been hurt. I know. And, he, like, he's good. <laughs> like, you yeah. shouldn't, it shouldn't be, like, you're relying on Steven Adams. Like, damn, when's Adams coming back? Yeah, I know, which is so <laughs> tough. Like, obviously, I think he's going to be um, important in if they play Denver. Yeah. Who is one of the bigger teams that they will have to play. Mm-hmm. Um and he'll be nice against DeAndre Aiden when they play the Suns. The only right. thing I will say about that is Phoenix is going to put him in pick and roll like a hundred times a game. Mm. And uh, I think I think Aiden can short roll for the midi well enough that they might right. be able to play him a bit off the floor. Um, well, you could do the thing where you pre-switch Jaron Jackson in the pick and roll, but then you have Adams on Durant, which is tough. <laughs> yeah, which, <laughs> which is a little bit tough. Uh, but the West is crazy. The West is like a little they bit... They are still uh, the second seed, though. They're still holding on. Yeah, Sacramento's coming, man. Light the beam. Yeah. Light the freaking beam. I think uh, they are one of the most clutch teams in the league. Well, I know De'Aaron Fox is, is like the, the most, most clutch, clutch player, player in, the in the league. Yeah. Which makes me so happy, man. They're actually, weirdly, I heard that they have good clutch defense, but, um, and like on, like over the year, which is a decent sample size. Yeah. I think there's been like 30, something like 30 clutch opportunities, and they're like one of the top five defenses in the clutch. But, yeah. um, I feel like, I feel like Sabonis is like a clutch rebounder, if that makes sense. <laughs> True. Like, it seems like his boxing out and his strength, like, he, he never lets those second chances lay in the game. Yeah. Like, you better score on your first opportunity, right. always, with that team. I feel like Keegan Murray, their uh, rookie, he's a really good defender as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, like, Dave, um, Davion Mitchell is their specialist on defense. Right. Um, but I don't, I don't think he plays in closing laps that much. They usually yeah. run, uh, Fox with, uh, Herder and Barnes and Murray and Sabonis. But yeah, it depends. Like if you have enough timeouts, he'll be on there anytime you want on the defense. Like you, uh, yeah, sub like in for the defense. Three then... seconds left, you're playing against like a Portland or a Golden State. Right. At least Golden State when Curry's playing. Like I feel like you do throw him in there. Yep. Um, but yeah, like all, the West. What 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 else is going on in the West? Golden State has been like pretty good while Curry's been out, which is yeah. good for them. Like they're in the the five seed right now, as opposed to Dallas, who got Kyrie. Well, Clay and like, is like back. I feel like. Yeah, Clay is like fully back. Like yeah. playing some amazing basketball right He's now. He's having some monster games. And like that's always been his thing, is like he gets like so hot, like more than any player. Like yeah. in the league. And like how um how much he fluctuates. Um but yeah, he's been having a monster uh month and a half, two months. Are are you worried if you're Dallas in the last two? Like are you are yeah. you like uh oh, that was our big move. Like do we have another big move to make this off season? Like I know. Big move and to- like and like Kyrie's have been good every game and then they feel like they've been losing a lot. Bro, like that game against the Lakers was a right. shit show. Yeah. It is crazy that the Lakers looked that. terrible that game. Yeah. And LeBron I, was even I fully stopped watching it. I was like, Well, like this game isn't even close. And then uh yeah, I heard about it later. Like, oh my god, Lakers won that game? What the fuck? Yeah, there's just a few things with Dallas. It's like, who's going to be guarding the best wings on the other team now that uh, Finney Smith is gone? gone. Um, 
like Kyrie and Luca, it kind of feels like they're like it, it's not. There's no synergy there. Mm-hmm. It's like two offenses together. And obviously, they're both such good ISO players. Yeah, so they're like, kind of weird because there was like uh, the game where like Kyrie was super hot. I think it was his second game, and uh, and then Luca takes like this step back three like late in the game and misses it, and then uh, costs them the game. And then uh, Luca had this like press conference about it where he was like, "Yeah, that was my bad." And then like the next game, they like get into another clutch situation and like. Uh, Luca is like trying to defer to Kyrie, but then I think Kyrie is kind of being like, no, like you, you don't have to worry about that. Like you can still like do it and like tries to throw it back to him. And then, and then like, it Luka, gets picked off. Yeah, and it gets picked like yeah. because they're just like bouncing it between them. Like uh, I mean, it's only been a, like three games. Like they could easily turn this oh, around, but yeah, um, yeah. But it is worried. definitely concerning. It's oh, super concerning. I'm a little bit concerned. Also, uh, obviously Josh Green has been really good, yes. but like. Like, Christian Wood, in general this year, you gotta be a tiny bit underwhelmed with if you're a Dallas fan. I mean, he's been he's fine. Star- it feels like he started off really good. Like, he was yeah. really good in early on. His three-point was unreal. But then, yeah, recently, he's uh, he doesn't close out the games for them. No, which is tough. Because, uh, like, ideally, he's the third best player on that team. Yeah. Um, yeah, Dallas, I'd be a little bit worried if I'm, if I'm them. Um, who else am I really worried? Like... I feel like most of the other the teams in the West are pretty properly. Well, Conley has been pretty bad since he get, got to the. Since he got to Minnesota, yeah, yeah. Watch them play uh, the Clippers like yesterday. Four. They beat the Clippers yesterday, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like they looked really good in oh, their really? closing minutes against them. Uh, we'll see with the Timberwolves. I feel like they can go either way. There's Clippers a- also kind of weird because Kawhi's like kind of back. Like Kawhi's been like really really good, but then they like haven't been winning. Also, uh, I by self faith. From what I've seen of him being there, I hate the Westbrook pickup. Mm. Uh, one of the reasons, like yesterday, they were playing Minnesota, and like late in that game, there's just way too many times where like they'd be moving the ball and it would get to Westbrook, and it just he'd be a black hole. Like he would just yeah. run and turn it over, or, right, or right, run right. and or, like jab step, yeah, jab step three, to just miss. Like he hit a one clutch three yesterday, which was big. But like I feel like with Westbrook, like the stats have looked good since he's been in the, know, on the Clippers. Yes. But you watch him play, and it just doesn't work. Like it just doesn't fit. Uh, right. Like and it feels but like they, yeah, um, yeah. It's so weird because like. You can't really play him late, and they didn't at the start. Like when they first traded him, like they didn't play him late. But then it's like it was so weird. It was like he was like playing really well. Like and then now, like when you sub him off, you're like, you guys uh, end up blowing it. And they went to OT two games in a row and uh, lost both of them without Westbrook playing at all. And then yeah, it feels like now they're trying to compensate and be like, okay, yeah, we'll have Westbrook in like this closing lineup, and like he's just not uh, built for that. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, in the last. I feel like New Orleans, it's so sad with how they started the season that, like, I don't know what the way forward here is. Like, especially with Zion. This is the like, Zion piece. When's he going to be back? And this is just, he's got to be one of the most frustrating superstars to have on your team in the league. Just because, like, he is, it seems not only is he not available but he has the Kawhi problem. Have you you never seem to hear a lot out of his camp, like right. when he's rode back. So you like you can never really tell how close he is to being yeah. back. Which, uh, as I said, it's like Kawhi. I feel like Kawhi has always been like that too, where you have no idea how long it'll mm-hmm. be. Um, as opposed to like with like the Lakers, I feel like with LeBron, like whenever he misses time, it's like he'll be out like two or three weeks, and then he like usually is back like even earlier <laughs> yeah, than that. True. Uh, and even like but the Durant, Lakers are so toast. I think. Well, yeah. Well, I think that roster, there's just no shot 
Uh, I think ever since they made the Westbrook trade, mm-hmm. their title chances, th- there was no move that could ever fix that team. Right. And I think that they've never been a team that could Well, that whole offseason, it was bad. Like, losing yeah. uh, Caruso in the free agency, like, for nothing. And then, yeah. The, yeah, uh, moving Kuzma for and Westbrook KCP, and KCP, who are both perfect players to put around LeBron. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my God, man. Yeah, like, Kuzma is arguably, like, the third guy on that Lakers team. Yeah, I think Kuzma is better than D'Lo is right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and Kuzman's actually been really good in Washington. Yeah, Washington has been good. Washington, I'm, they kind of got a little like very baby three headed monster. Uh, yeah, I know. A baby, hunter. but uh, I, like how often I'd love Cerberus. to see how many games those guys play all three of them together because it feels mm. like one of them is always hurt. Yeah, like Beal is hurt for a bit. Porzingis, Porzingis is hurt right now. Uh, Kuzma missed some time fairly recently. Uh, okay, I didn't hear about the Kuzma. Yeah, he missed probably like two weeks, maybe just oh, before okay. the All Star break. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, and then, uh, and also, like, they are the 12th seed, uh, according to ESPN, the most dangerous 12th seed of all time, like, you, have you been seeing, like, they're like, oh, who would you take in a series, like, like, Memphis or the Lakers, and it's like, I'm probably taking the Lakers, like, just after, yeah. like, uh, their couple wins, uh, since the trade, um, but then also, like, they're, like, they're not even in the plan, and they're not even a game behind, a team, like, there are two. There's a team ahead of them that's also not in the plan, and that team has a dude that just scored 71 points, and they have like one of the best offenses recently. Who's like, and they're like, yeah. and also they can't even like win. I so. think I think Portland is somehow even more toast than the Lakers, <laughs> and I do agree with the Lakers being toast. I think Portland's fucked. I think they're they're so fucked. I would ha- I have more faith in Portland making the playoffs though than the Lakers, honestly. Like the like Dame has been unreal recently. Yeah. See, the thing I'll say is that like the Lakers at least they have AD. Like there's like an upside to this team being a better version than they are right now in the future. And, and AD like right now he's been like not great since he came back from his injury. Like Portland, like Jeremy Grant's still been good. Uh, like Dame has been about as good as Dame can be mm-hmm. recently. Uh, Anthony Simons has been good in the past a little bit. Like, I don't know where the improvement comes. Like, the Lakers, you could see them being, like, a better version of themselves. Or, who knows? Maybe they make the plan. Maybe they make it out of the plan. Maybe they get Sacramento in the first round, and they can maybe swing us, beat them in a tight 70-game series. But, like, what's the... Like, what? But, like, they, there's you have no, LeBron James. Like, they, making they, the second round is not good enough. They also can't get Sacramento. Like, well, Sacramento, I feel like, might overtake Memphis if, if Memphis keeps trending the way they did. Oh, and I depending see what you're on saying. how much drama comes out of this John Morant right. deal, I feel like there's a chance they, that they Memphis. They seem kind of tight, though. I don't think they care personally. Um, yeah. Maybe. But I feel like the, I feel like it has had a toll on them this year. I feel like they've been played worse because of the amount of negative media maybe. coverage they've had. Because they've been great this year, but I feel like they've been. A little stagnant from where they were last year. Right. Like, and when I thought they could maybe springboard. They did year. have such a head start, though. Like, they're... Oh, yeah. actually, they're only a game... Okay. Sacramento's only a game and a half behind? Yeah. That's not bad. And there's, like, still about 19 games left? Yeah. 20, 21 for uh, Sacramento and 22 for Memphis. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Definitely doable, then. 
Yeah, I don't think anybody's catching up with Denver in that conference. Uh, I'd be very surprised. Something no, crazy Kings would have to happen with Denver. behind no way. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like in the... If Joker gets hurt, Mike, maybe. It's kind of like in the East that even though Philly is only four games back of second, like I still don't see them overtaking Boston or Milwaukee. Even right, though Boston, and then Boston and Milwaukee are basically fighting for first. Boston seems gettable now is the one is the one nice thing about the East. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like Milwaukee, <laughs> it's funny because before I was like, Milwaukee might be gettable. And like, but I don't think people... Uh, team that's not milwaukee will be able to beat uh boston boston and now i'm kind of flipped now i'm like boston might be gettable in a playoff series if you're like a philly but, but like i don't think a team other than boston will beat milwaukee mm-hmm. and we'll, we'll see with milwaukee like maybe nobody will beat milwaukee with how good they've been recently and like it's not even like they were bad to start the year mm-hmm. i mean they yeah and he, well what's the deal with Giannis? is he um when's he coming back oh no, he's been back he, he's yeah, been yeah he back. came back he's two games back. right yeah and he's just been crazy in the last month like, the main thing with Milwaukee is, we'll see with Middleton. But the one thing about Middleton is, like, it's kind of nice that the player who you're missing, who's not doing great, that your backup options are Jay Crowder and Joe Ingles for that. Yeah. So, like, if Miami were to lose Bam Adebayo, like, your backup options are Kevin Love at the five and Cody <laughs> Zeller. Like, great. Like, Haywood Highsmith, great. Orlando Robinson, cool. Right. Like, uh, you're, you're cooked. <laughs> like, uh... I, I think Milwaukee and Boston are both very, very deep. Yeah. Very, very, very deep. In a way that Philly just kind of isn't. Like, Philly, it just seems like... Like, you kind of wish the Daniel House thing was working out better for them from the offseason. Right. And, uh, like, Georgius Niang, like, comes and goes, I feel He's like, okay. with that team. Yeah, PJ is completely solidified to the being a nothing on offense. Yeah, but he's still he's still a good defender, I think. And Montrezl Harrell is officially washed. Right, he's officially done. Like he doesn't play on that mm-hmm. team ever, uh, which is very tough because like the idea with Montrezl Harrell is like, is there a perfect? Is there a more perfect pick and roll partner for Harden? Like who can just run right. the rim, like set good screens and all that, and like he just hasn't. He hasn't been there this year. Yeah, and that's like, true. Which is good point. Tough because Harden has been at his playmaking prime this year. Mm-hmm. Like he's about as good at playmaking as he's ever been. So like if you same with Daniel House, it's like the idea is that he knows Harden. He's gonna get those passes right. and hit shots. And it's not like Harden's been a bad playmaker. No. It's that those guys just aren't doing he's their job. Feeding him bead. Yeah. Well, like that, and I feel like um like like Melton has been really good. I feel like oh, Melton, Melton, Melton has, is the biggest upgrade that they right, made last offseason. Right. Also um I f- uh Tobias Harris he, he's so hot and cold cuz he had that like clutch 3 a couple games ago. Mm-hmm. Um but then um he's like had games where he just like disappears like in single digits. I points. like the idea about Tobias Harris in a playoff series. I feel like he's the kind of player that he can swing a game by being your second best scorer. True. Like there, you can have a game where like Harden's kind of not really feeling it on offense, only puts up 15 points. We have Tobias go out there, put up like 25 mm. and just be like a, a game changing player, getting True. assists for your other guys. Uh, obviously he spaces the floor. Well, he's like a little right. overpaid, but whatever. Like, yeah, I mean, every, a lot of teams have a dude like that. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's tough because like doesn't Cleveland do still have Kevin Love's contract because they bought him out? Yeah, and that dude's literally not even playing. So yeah, oh, it, could, yeah. it could always be worse. <laughs> it could always be worse. Or you could uh you could have Rudy Gobert for like thirty million for the next four <laughs> years. Oh, they're just <laughs> such. A, that team is cursed, and they 
there's one way to lift this curse, and that is actually retire Kevin Garnett's number, you fools. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand. Yeah. And, like... It's crazy. Well, and you'd think with the new ownership, they would, but they just haven't. Because there's problems with the old ownership. Now they have A-Rod and team and company in there. Um, And, like, yeah, they're just so stupid. Like, you... You have, like, such a good center. Like, your best player, arguably, is a center. And, like, like arguably best player is a center. And then you bring in another center who cannot play the four. And you want to put your guy on the four. Like, your offense is built around him as the five. And, like, it, I don't know. It would be like if we were trying to get, like, Randall or something. And, like, yeah. Pascal, you play the three. Well, like, the no. thing that makes it even crazier is Nas Reed is, like, one of the five or six yeah. best players on his, on that team. <laughs> right. And now, like, he just can't... Well, like, he plays because Towns has been hurt. Right. But, like, your team shouldn't be built around one of Towns or Gobert being, being hurt, hurt so Nas Reed can get minutes. <laughs> yeah. Like, that is such a waste of his talent. Um, yeah, yeah, they are a mess. Um... Do you want to move on to a, a quick game? I sure. have I have some stats for you. If you wanna if you wanna stop looking at the laptop for a second, I'll okay, go. Yeah, yeah. I'll go. Uh, my my theme for the week, right? So we're coming up to the playoffs pretty quick, right? It's gonna yes. be a month and a half away. So I have over the past ten seasons. So since the twenty thirteen playoff run, I have every player who has had at least two thirty point playoff games, right? Okay. Can you name me the top ten? So, dudes who have had the most uh, 30-point 30 30 playoff games, games in the LeBron past 10 James. years. Yep, he has 65 at number one. Uh, Kevin Durant? He has 54 at number two. Steph Curry? He has 51 at number three. Can you get number four in order now? <laughs> um, hmm, it's in the last 10 years? Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Paul. Chris Paul uh, is low down. He he has uh, 12 at number 21. Ooh, okay, whiff. Um, James Harden. Yeah, he's forty-four at number four. He uh he is um closer to Steph than he is to any to five and any of the people behind him. Um, okay. Uh, Paul George. Yeah, he's tied for eighth with twenty. Okay. Uh, Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, he's fifth with thirty-three. Okay. Um. Let's go Russell Westbrook. He's tied with Paul George for 8th with also 20. Okay. Uh, Damian Lillard. He is 7th with 21. Okay. I'm missing so, number uh, 6 and number 10. Okay. Um, so this guy has more points than Dame over the last... More more 30-point games than Dame over the last 10 years. In the playoffs. Right. Um, hmm. So it's Warrior uh, Kyrie Irving. No, Kyrie Irving is 17th. Okay. Um, hmm. Let, let me think. Uh, Joker. Nope. Okay. Joker's 12th. Okay. Um, Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, he's he's uh, 10th with 19. He's 10th. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just missing six. Yeah. Okay. Um... Oh, Joel Embiid? Nope. He's uh, 18th. Okay. Oh, oh, Giannis. Yep, Giannis Antetokounmpo with 32. All right. You want to do some nice. higher lowers? Who has more than, okay. than who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who has more? Uh, Clay Thompson or Kyrie Irving? Uh Oh, wow. Um, 
I forgot what you told me Kyrie was. I will say... Oh, damn. I'll say Kyrie. Kyrie has less. Damn. Who has more, Kyrie Irving or DeMar DeRozan? Kyrie. Nope, he has less. Wow. Um, Who has more, Kyrie Irving or Anthony Davis? Don't look like a fool here and not pick Kyrie the one time it is, so I'm going to go with Kyrie Irving. He has less. Anthony (laughs) Davis, DeMar DeRozan, Clay Thompson all have 16 30-point games in the playoffs in the last 10 years. Kyrie Irving has 15. Oh, that's cheeky. Uh, so the players who have 16 are AD, DeRozan, and Clay. The players who have 15 are Kyrie, Embiid, and Tatum. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Who has Good more? Company. Who has more? Uh, Bradley Beal or CJ McCollum? Uh, CJ. Nope. Bradley Beal has more. Wow. Okay. Who? Ha- oh, over the last 10 years. Okay. But yeah, Bradley yeah. Beal's been in the playoffs good now. Yes, sir. Um, who has more? Uh, Jalen Brown or Carmelo Anthony? Jalen Brown. Yeah, Carmelo just doesn't make the fucking playoffs in that time at all. Um, who has more... Is there any Denver in that time? Uh, that, no, no, okay. there's not. Uh, who has more... Um, <laughs> uh, what's a fun one? Jordan Poole? Ooh. Or Brandon Ingram. Okay, I feel like the numbers like two and one. <laughs> um, the numbers are three and two. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I will say I'm gonna give it to Pool. No, Brandon Ingram has three, which is crazy. Brandon Ingram has played six playoff games, the one wow. series last year, and the and Jordan Pool. Also, only one playoff round, but played, I don't know, 20-something playoff <laughs> right. games. Yeah, made the finals. Yeah. Won the finals. Um, uh, Kevin Love or Pascal Siakam? Pascal. Yeah, Pascal Siakam has three. He's in the Brandon Ingram camp. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Kevin wow. Love has two. He's in the drawing pool Good camp. for B.I. Uh, also, like, in the two camp is, like, Dylan Brooks has two 30-point games in the playoffs. Tyrese Maxey has two. Anthony Edwards has two. Bojan Bogdanovic has two. Seth Curry has two. Paul Millsap has two. Draymond Green has two. Uh, Which is kind of just like, you know, like like you give a monkey a typewriter, right? (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) Who has more? Um, Derrick Rose or Dwayne Wade? Both both passed their prime during this time. This is oh, okay. pre-injury Derrick Rose, and this is... You mean like, post? Oh, yeah, post-injury Derrick <laughs> Rose, and uh, post... LeBron. Uh, like, at, at his best. No, he, LeBron's on his team for the first couple years of this. Okay. For Dwayne Wade. Then I will say Dwayne Wade. No, Derrick Rose has more. You know what pushed him over the edge? The one 30-point game he had in New York against Atlanta. Because he has four, and Dwayne Wade has three. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll do, we'll, we'll do a couple more. Um, two Chicago legends. Dwayne Wade has Chicago so. ties, right? Um, yeah, he played in Chicago and he's from there, but yeah, he, he played and he's from Blake Griffin or Trey Young? Uh, Trey Young. Yeah. Trey Young has one more. Um, <laughs> what's, what's a fun one? Uh, Chris Paul or Devin Booker? Ooh. The teammate. Uh, Chris Paul. 
One last. He has one last. Oh, wow. Good for Buck. I know. Really good for Buck. You know what's the crazy thing about that is Chris Ball is 12, and in that Phoenix run where they made the finals, he put up 30 like four times. Mm. So, like, he just wasn't doing it. Like, in Houston. He did zero times in OKC that one year he was there, which I was surprised by in that playoff series. Also, because I won seven. uh, Until Steph Curry's finals run last year, it wasn't until the uh, conference finals, I think, of last year that Steph Curry surpassed James Harden. For wow. most 30-point games in the playoffs. Uh, James Harden passed him when the Warriors weren't making the playoffs, and Steph Curry passed him right back as soon as they started making the playoffs again. <laughs> nice. Because James Harden has maybe two 30-point games last year in the playoffs, and maybe two in the year he was in Brooklyn. I see. Yeah, Iggy was on um, Shannon... Uh, I was about to say Sharp. Um, like, Skip and who? Skip and Shannon. Yeah. Is that what Shannon's last name? Sharp. Oh, it is Sharp. Okay. Oh, uh, sorry. I was I, I was I was getting confused because I was like, no, shade. That's not shade and sharps. Yeah. <laughs> no. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He Iggy was on his podcast and um, he was talking about that. Uh, he thinks that um, Steph had to sacrifice the most for Kevin Durant, even more than like Clay or yeah. I, I think so. Yeah. Um. Well, one more, one more game. We'll play a game of closer to. Is this okay. player closer to this guy or this guy? Okay. Uh, is, is I think I already gave this away to you. Is James Harden closer to Curry or Kawhi Leonard? It's got to be Curry. Yeah, he is closer to the higher mm-hmm. to Curry. Um, is James Harden closer to Giannis or Kevin Durant? Uh, he is closer to. Wow. Uh, I'll say Giannis. No, he's closer to Kevin Durant. Good. Nice. Is he closer to LeBron James or Damian Lillard? Uh, LeBron. Yes, sir. He's closer to LeBron than he is to (laughs) Damian Lillard. LeBron's crazy, though. Like, like, is Giannis Antetokounmpo closer to LeBron James or Gage Jones for 30 (laughs) point games in the playoffs in the past 10 years? You. (laughs) Yeah, he is. What about Kawhi? Uh, LeBron or you? Yeah. Uh, I would say you. No, he's closer to LeBron. Nice. Uh, LeBron is 65 games, uh, so 32 and a half is the halfway point between me and him. Uh, <laughs> Kawhi is 33, Giannis nice. is 32. Wow, <laughs> yeah. that's cool, that's cool. Yeah. I Which mean, is LeBron's, surprising. like, is the finals. He's went to the finals 9, nine out of 10. Like... I get that Kawhi was a role player on some of those San Antonio teams, but it's a little bit surprising given how what people think right. of them as playoff players that James Harden is higher than Kawhi now. Yeah. Even given some injury plagued years. But like True. Harden wasn't making finals runs. Like Kawhi has three finals runs in this yeah. in this time period. Yeah, um, Harden has one. And he's a Harden six has, man. Yeah, Harden has zero in this time period. Starts in twenty thirteen playoffs, the year oh, after they wow. go to the finals. Yeah. Okay. Starts when he's in Houston. True. Um also, like, Jimmy Butler's not in the top 10 on this list, which is mm, crazy. And he has a 50. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he has less than Donovan Mitchell, which is, like, wild. Donovan right. Mitchell, like, ascends up this. I did it by year. So, I started in 2013, move forward. As soon do as Donovan Do you have Mid- Jimmy Butler on your list? Uh, like, do, do you have him, like, where he's ranked? Yeah. Do, is he higher or lower than um, uh, Murray? On just the total 30-point yeah, uh, games? Uh, he's higher. Okay. More than Murray? Okay. Where where is Jamal? Does Jamal have more or less? Who's fun than Kyle Lowry? Uh, more. No, he has less. Damn. Does he have more or less than uh, Jalen Brown? I would think less. He has more. 
Damn. Does he have more or less than Chris Middleton? Uh, less. Yeah, he does have less than Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton and Kyle Lowry both have nine. Okay. Nice. Both one behind CJ McCollum and Lamarcus Aldridge with ten. Ooh, Lamarcus. Yeah, Lamarcus is is like uh, he's nice. He's closer to uh, he's closer to Kyrie Irving in that time period than he is to John Wall. And Damn. play off thirty point games. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very very nice. Anyway, that's that's about it for that game. Who? Any more fun players? Uh, like Gordo has three on there. Uh, Gordo, Kemba Damn. Walker, and Vucevic all have three. Uh, which Lou Williams also has three. Which is also nice. the Drew Holiday, Pascal Siakam, Brandon Ingram, Jalen Brunson. That's that. That's that level. Jalen Brunson with three is crazy too, because that's the only one. Yeah. Wow, that is very crazy. Probably gonna have more this year. Oh yeah. Uh, although they'll probably only play around, so maybe only one yeah, or two more. True. Um, Pascal will hopefully have more this year. Pascal, not the most fantastic playoff uh, thirty point games for the amount, just the pure amount of playoff yeah. games that he's played. Um, but he's like literally off the bench for some of those. Also, a ridiculous amount of twenty eight and twenty nine point games in uh-huh. our championship run, Damn. which is tough for him. Well, he just didn't stop him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, like there's some players on this list where it's like. When this gets, to, if I were to do this again, like five years from now, like they'd be much lower. Like your LeBron James's and your uh, Kevin Durant's of right. the world, and then there's like like Luca and Jokic are both uh, twelve and thirteen with seventeen for both mm, of them, and you'd they'll imagine be the they'll be up there uh, eventually. Very nice. What's Embiid? Uh, Embiid has fifteen of them. Okay, he's uh, tied for seventeenth, and Jokic has seventeen. He's tied for twelfth. Okay. Um. Well. To be and also that it's pretty thing, tough to score thirty in the playoffs seems like when they're game planning. That's what I'm learning. <laughs> the thing that makes it even more impressive is Jamal Murray has seven uh, thirty point games in the playoffs. Uh, ben Simmons had one. Okay. Wow. So there's been a lot of games where uh, Jokic was just not the dude, right? Right. Uh, Jimmy had a few when he was there, although the the lion's share of his come from his Miami Heat years, okay. like the two deep playoff runs he's made right. in Miami. He gets like. Probably 10 off the two of those. It was right. 18. Um, but him being below Donovan Mitchell is mind-blowing. Yeah. Me. Jimmy Butler below Donovan Mitchell is crazy. Especially mm. when you consider it since 2013. Donovan Mitchell's not drafted until like 2017. And Jimmy Butler's like... Oh, wow. Jimmy Butler's like the guy on his team by 2015. Mm-hmm. But uh, he only has one year in Minnesota. And then... Uh, where does he go? Does he go straight to Philly for a minute? Um, yeah. So Chicago to Minnesota to Philly to Miami. Miami. Yeah. Okay. Also, um, Cat having only one. Cat is not on this list, but he does have a thirty point game in the playoffs, which mm. like good for. I mean, kind <laughs> of good for him, except for the fact that uh, Anthony Edwards has two. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Anthony Edwards does three. Have two. If you count playing. Yeah, I did not count playing in these. Yeah. I wonder if you can find play. You definitely can find playing stats, right? Like just purely like play in, like all time play in. Yeah, or, or just for the specific games. Well, you could definitely find the specific games. Yeah, but I, don't, I don't know if there is like a play-in sorting. Mm. It's weird because it's not. I wonder under if the like stabbies or something. Would, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Where but it's you, not under the playoffs. It would have to be its own category. Yeah, I'm sure StatMuse would have to. Yeah, stat like stat some website like that. StatMuse is crazy. Like you can be like, who's had like the most like 15 points <laughs> games in the fourth quarter, getting exactly 15, and they'll right. give it to you, like. <laughs> What a crazy site. Mm-hmm. It's very good good Twitter follow. 
Yeah, it is. It, it very much is. Although I've seen a lot of people like rail on it, like, oh, this is so misleading, but it's like they're just giving stats. It's not right. like they're like saying a narrative, like they're just giving stats on yeah, it. Yeah, true. You know, like a lot of people uh, were angry when they were showing like uh, this year Jaw stats versus Prime D Rose stats. And all uh, the Chicago fans obviously super butthurt over that because, like, right. you know. Like no one's better than Prime D Rose. Like if Prime, if D Rose kept on playing, he like would have been the greatest of all time. Which like honestly, if D Rose played out his whole career, is he even better than Russell Westbrook? Maybe not. Maybe not. Right. I know. I mean, I get it. Like if if like Delano Banton wins an MVP, I'd be like all over him. I'd like uh, I'd be talking about him every second. And then if he gets injured, I'd be like really pissed. But like it. It's, it goes back to, like, the, like, it's crazy how he's worshipped, and then, like, AD is, like, dragged through the mud for his injuries. I know, man. <laughs> I, I don't understand it. I, I, I don't get it at all. Um, also, with Derrick Rose, the fact that he's, like, from Chicago and was also the first overall pick, and they had, yeah. like, a pretty decent amount of playoff success. Like, if you're from Chicago, you definitely like, this guy's, like, the GOAT. Yeah. Except for, <laughs> you might think a different guy's the yeah. GOAT if you're from Chicago is the yeah, only problem that's, with that. that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> uh, which, honestly, like, uh, like if you're Chicago, like, you take that. You're, they're, they're, honestly, they're kind of a bit of a poverty franchise for how big of a city it is, right. like, all time. Like, they have the Jordan years, and then they just straight up don't make the finals outside. Yeah, like, I bet you, you told the casual, game. like, Chicago has never made the finals outside of Michael Jordan. They'd be like, what? Yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> yeah. it's crazy. Like, they... Like, they have, like, a the same amount of finals. They have one more championship win than San Antonio Spurs. And San Antonio is, like, so much... It's a genuine small market. Right, and literally. Chicago is, like, the third biggest market in the United States of America. Yeah. It's crazy, man. It is crazy. I don't understand. Yeah. Chicago as a city. Yeah. Correct. Because I was going to... I was, like... I'd say, like, Clippers, Warriors... Yeah, the Bay Area you could make an argument for, but I think Chicago uh, Chicago is a bigger city than any of those individual yes, cities, but right. the Bay Area can all get counted together. Right. Also, Toronto is like a comparably sized city, uh, but we don't really get big market because we're from Canada, so we don't get that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, we're literally in a different country. Yeah, as opposed, but like honestly, in the NHL, we are the market, so like whatever. True. We'll, we'll, we take it in that sport, <laughs> so. And, you know. We're changing. We just won championship not too long ago, so hopefully we're trending in a different direction. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I wouldn't say we're a poverty franchise all the time, you know? I think we're, we're a good market. We're, we're an okay. We're an okay franchise. We're like a medium market, I'd say. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Better than, like, Charlotte, Cleveland. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, like, worse than even, like, we're, like, comparable to, like, a Washington-level market. Right. Um uh, uh, probably even a little lower than that, mm-hmm. but like if we just were in America, though, my goodness, we'd be we'd be a big market. Holy crap! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah if, if if the Americans won the War of eighteen twelve, we'd be a freaking massive market. <laughs> um, pretty good stuff. Any uh, anything else you wanted to say? Yeah, you know what? There actually is something I want to say. I don't think we talked enough about Jakob Pertl, Yakil <laughs> <laughs> O'Neal. Yak Diesel, um, <laughs> Yak Attack, the Yak Attack, the uh, Austrian Hammer. Ooh, um, the Austrian Hammer. Oh, I I heard. I, I can't believe I hadn't heard of this recently. But they call uh, Lowry Markin the Finisher. Yeah, bro, I <laughs> love that nickname. The Finisher. The Finisher is so good. I heard. Um, he ha- He's the NBA player with the most points of 
uh, from anyone from Finland, mm-hmm. and he got that um, title in his rookie season. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you Jakob has the most points of any Austrian player ever. Mm. Like, I can't think of yeah. anybody else. So. <laughs> Must be nice. Must be nice. Do you, do you think Wembenyama ends up going down as the best French player of all time? Uh, or do you think Tony Parker? Mm, I don't know. Yeah, pro- probably. I would bet that he would go down as a better French yeah, player. Yeah, but honestly, like, Tony Parker's a pretty good player to have as your best player of all time. Like, Canada's kind of blessed, too. We got Steve Nash. Right. But yeah, like, Steve Nash is a better point guard, though. Yeah. Just, yeah, no, he's, a better, he's a better all-time player than Tony mm-hmm. Parker. Come on. Come so, on. Tony Parker, I don't even think he's, like, a top 10 point guard. No. No. But, won a lot of rings. He's really good at fucking his teammates' wives.